Hi guys, welcome to the slot. Um, as always, there's going to be swearing. We're not associated with, with Foxtel, Fremantle or anything like that. So our opinions are our own and there's going to be spoilers discussed. So if you don't want spoilers, switch off, watch the episode, come back. Uh, this week, Hannah joined us over the phone. So the audio quality is a bit dodgy. But the most important thing is that we have a show for you. And I think this is a really good one. We talk about some really interesting stuff. So please enjoy. Please comment, rate, subscribe. And let's get on with it. I'm Tammy McIntosh. Please listen to the slot. Bad blood. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm stressed. I'm good. Stressed and good. Okay. Stressed and good doesn't work together. Stressed and good doesn't work together, but that's okay. But I only function well on a level of stress. So I will die early, but I'll get a lot done. What about this bad blood? There's a lot of bad blood going on, actually, in this episode. Um, uh, yeah. Start off? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, why don't, why don't you give us, like, a two-second recap? Well, basically, this episode, it's... Honestly, the gist of it, Ali is beginning to come into her own. Oh, she started doing that ages ago. People have not given her enough credit this season. Ali came into her own a long time ago, but this episode, she put her foot down, I think you could say. Well, the thing is with Ali, uh, Mari knew from the beginning about her. Ali's still whining after Nibi. Yeah. She's really sad that Nibi dumped her, and with good reason. And oh, she I don't know, just, I don't agree. I agree that Ruby dumped her for those reasons that she did. I think possibly they may get back together, but it may be a sympathy type of thing, not like or anything like that. If Ruby should survive from all of this, um, the bond between Ruby and her sister would probably become more strengthened. Mm-hmm. But Ali, I think Ali. Uh, is finally trying to stand up for herself. Yeah, because she's realizing that the people that she's counting on to stand up for her aren't. She doesn't have yeah. a Kaz. She doesn't have anybody in her corner right now. She's got to be in her own. Yeah, she has to. And she's going to need to because once Mom yeah. gets through with her, it's over. And I hope she won't be the one to die. But... Ali going to die. <laughs> not <laughs> well i was wrong because i said that ruby was gonna die this episode well she nearly did she nearly did i said she's either gonna die or she's gonna be um severely disabled by what's happened and it may be too early to say but she hasn't died yet and she doesn't seem to have had any uh physical repercussions from her aneurysm burst um that we know of her her face uh doesn't seem paralyzed on one side which is good and we saw her move her hand and know who rita was so she seems to be okay so far so rita also is very good the bond that she has with ruby was exciting to see it's something that Vera's mm. never seen before I've seen it I've never experienced it but I've seen it and once it's actually something that's genuine and real it's such a beautiful thing yeah let's uh, talk about that bond because I have questions sure um 
my brain says that this isn't true and that I'm being stupid and my heart says that this is definitely true. I think that Rita is Ruby's mother. And I thought this for quite a while and then I asked Radaway Hick on Instagram, I was like, why do I think that Ruby is Rita's daughter? And she was like, oh, that's just because I've played her daughter in the past, as in she's played Leah Purcell's daughter in something else. Which she has, actually. There's yeah. a show called Black Comedy that the two of them have played together. And yeah. Rita was the mother. And I'm not sure if there was another show, but I didn't see it. So, And they have played together many times before. And like mm. Rita had... I'm not Rita... Miss Purcell had told us when we had met her that Rari actually grew up with her. Well, yeah. her daughter and her playmate. So in a way, yeah, she was probably like, you know, a daughter for her. But I'm talking about the Rita-Ruby relationship. I just think there's something more there. And this is because... Well, I mean, this has been going on in my head for a while. But just as I thought I got over it, this episode, she said something really interesting when she was talking to Vera. Um, Vera says, I've never had a bond like that. And yes. Rita says, you will when your baby comes along. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. And then there's the bit where the, the belly touching. Um, yeah. And she's like, oh, she's got a good right hook. And she goes, as good as Ruby's. And she's like, better. And I just felt like, Rita was really taking a like a maternal kind of angle with that. I I don't know. I yeah. I, you think mm. so? Because there's a lot of people that are shipping the two of them already. You know, Joan just had to be buried six feet under before they send out. Oh, I'm talking about a maternal else. role between Ruby and Rita. Um, ah. I know people are people are shipping Vita, which. Um, is incredible, but no, like, no, no. Oh, yeah. People are also saying that um, Vera's going to call her baby Rita. Oh, how sweet. Doubt it, but... Yeah, so nice. I, I heavily doubt it. Um, hang on, what was Vera's mum's name? It was Rita. <laughs> she's definitely not going to name it after her mum. Yeah, she's way. not going to name her child Rita now, yeah. is she? But you could spin it another way and state that reason why Rita is so adamant on seeing her sister is the fact that she feels extremely guilty that this aneurysm was caused by Rita through the accident when she was an actual cop. Yeah, I mean, I think that her wanting to see Ruby, whether she's Ruby's mother or, or Ruby's sister, is normal. It was just the the way in which she takes care of Ruby and she she was by her it's just something in in the bond there rather than the actions but you make a very very good point and she talks to Vera about the fact that she feels a sense of responsibility for Ruby's brain injury yeah because of the accident mm, and so, I no. and her becoming a cop wasn't a popular choice uh in her family right. um so not only did she go off and, and do something that the family didn't agree with, she also was involved in Ruby sustaining this this injury. So I can yeah. see why she feels guilty. I'm not saying that she should feel guilty at all, but I can see why. Guilty conscience would do that too, as per my... Mm. 
but so, it was, yeah. it was, it's, it's, it's interesting to see. I mean, I, I didn't see a lot of the people they're saying that, you know, Vito's probably the mother, but I'm not sure. Yeah. And it is kind of weird because I've never seen a sister bond like this where I would actually kill somebody for my sister. I wouldn't, I wouldn't risk yeah. myself for that. So I don't know. I mean, this is something, yes, a mother would probably do. You always hear it. And you also hear a mother say, if I could trade places with my child, yeah, I would. But my then, mom like, used to say that about me all the time. But then another part of me is like, the, there's obviously a a big age gap between Rita and Ruby, mm-hmm. um, and I'm wondering if Rita actually, she yes, yeah, she is her sister, but had to take more of a parental role in it's Ruby's possible. life because of that age difference. Yes. So I'm just wondering if maybe that's why i don't know i'm i've convinced myself in and out of this theory so many times i just don't think about it i just talk about it i see this is what i think about when i'm lying in bed at night that's sad isn't it really yeah yeah so we see this rita ruby dynamic while ruby is unconscious and we can kind of see ruby's like unconscious state like internally i don't know how to describe it she looks like an angel like did you notice that while she was like walking I through the corridors i wouldn't go that far she's in some type of purgatory if people who follow certain mythology and in terms of the way that they dressed her they dressed her in this like white smock thing yeah hospital gown there was, yeah there was it was very <laughs> angelic no i don't think it, it looked like a nighty. it was like I don't know. Nightgown. <laughs> I just thought she looked very angelic and very innocent. Maybe that was the point. Well, I mean, through all of this, she is the innocent, you know, bystander. Uh. According to what had happened to her from last episode, it wasn't really her fault. She just did what she thought was right. and then... I mean, I am going to put this in here. Okay, she didn't mean to kill Danny but you shouldn't punch people. It's never okay to put your hands on people. Actually, we should talk about Mari, because I have to say, Mari gave me the same feeling I encountered when I first came across the freak. Mari got fucking scary in this episode. I mean, she was kind of scary the last episode as well, but this episode, it was like, this is a different type of monster we're coming across. Yeah, this is like a silent monster. Like last episode, she was like actively trying to kill people and shouting at people. This episode, she was kissing people with her eyes open. Kissing people with her eyes open. She was looking at them like, just going to kill you. When she kissed Ali and she yes. had her eyes open, she yes. looked like she was going to open her mouth really wide and just eat her. Okay, no, I <laughs> <laughs> that I thought we were going to have a crossover to... with Stranger Things. No, 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 no. I, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Ali just oh. looked completely Ali scared. Ali was terrified. Yeah. Because Ali has seen her in her dark days, and Ali knows exactly what she's capable of. Yeah. And that's the real scary thing. So that kiss you were talking about, it seemed like it was a kiss of death to me. Because I don't understand how... That's why Ali Ma- gone die. <laughs> I'm not no happy comment. about that, but... No, no comment. She told Ali that we're family, Ali. You're all I have left now. So <sighs> this bad blood that obviously she has with Ali right now, because Ali did lag on her to get her in the slot. Yeah. And explained to her, well, I, 
I didn't want you to kill Ruby because that's exactly what you were trying to do. She had to do mm. something to stop her. Yeah. And of course, Mari doesn't see it that way. She feels like this is a betrayal. In in Mari's eyes, Ali is defending Danny's killer. Yes. Like that's all she can see. And she's like, but she loved Danny. And she she supposedly loved me and loves me still. Why the hell is she defending this murderer? But I think there's something there that Ali is not telling her. Oh, that definitely. Danny tried to do something to her. And I think she's keeping that back. Or she saw him do something yeah. to someone else. I don't know. Who Danny knows? was brought up with uh, a mother that owned brothels so i think that it could have gone really in the way of him not respecting women and seeing them as sex objects oh yeah oh most definitely so i think that um we will learn his attitude i mean we're we're learning his attitude towards women um you know it yeah but i think we'll we'll learn his history okay i mean that that doesn't that doesn't mean that he should be forgiven for what he's done he deserved to die oh no i don't think i don't think it it makes it excusable but i I don't think he deserved to die i think that's a bit extreme one less criminal in the world i think the only person in wentworth who has actually deserved to die is freak no she needed help that's all she needed help I was and she say needed somebody Brayden. to love her. Brayden? I was going to say Brayden, yeah. Well, no, because we, we will discuss about Brayden, but I don't think so either because his mom, just like Mari, he grew up in that life. Danny was the same way. Danny and Brayden are no different. They're the same way. It's yeah. just the way in which they went about abusing got a point. women are different. But they grew up in two different households. So Mari goes and sees Will. She's quite interested about Kaz's murder, though. I don't know why. Hmm. Because when, um, you know, she was talking, she asked also uh, Allie about Kaz's murder. And, you yeah. know, for somebody who's like, she's just all over the place. So I'm not ruling Mari out. She's still on my list. I, I think I, I think she had something to do with it, but not in terms of physically i have a theory that i will share with you in a bit um and i've been talking about it all day which really hasn't helped my motivation um but in terms of now will we're a team now oh god in terms of mari and will i'm so angry at will and this is the first time i've actually been fucking fuming at will oh really yeah all the other times i've been like defending him no all the other times i've been like i can kind of see how he's been manipulated and blah 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 and he was just about out of the manipulation hole that he dug himself into and then he just goes straight back in it well he goes straight back in many holes but he went straight back in that manipulation hole oh yeah but you see the out of all the women in the world why does he want to deal with a criminal and not because just any he type sees of himself as exactly the same. That's the thing. He sees himself as a this criminal now. So this is true since he did cross that line. But the point of the matter is, he knows how these women are. They're very manipulative. I mean, he got he, fucked over by how many women in that prison already? He didn't learn his lesson. Yeah, I think I think genuinely what he's looking for is a Kaz that he can have a relationship with, and he didn't have 
a romantic relationship with Kaz and I think that that's what he's seeking is somebody like Kaz that he can have that relationship with and he's just got it really wrong. But the childlike behavior that I didn't like from Mari was the fact that she prevented Nita from seeing her sister initially. Oh my god. Yeah, let's talk about this. Because she goes in and she kind of like manipulates Will into being like I don't think that you should give her leave to go and see Ruby because I couldn't be there when my son died. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. Why you should she be. get special treatment? But also, you couldn't be there when your son died because you attacked and killed your son's doctor. Correct. Have we just forgotten about this? No, of course. Like, you did exactly the same thing to your son's doctor as Ruby did to your son. So, fuck you, yeah, hypocrite. Except that what Ruby did, it was an accident. It wasn't premeditated. It wasn't, you know. It was an accident with um, with Mari and the doctor. She hit him with a handbag. He died a few days later. How many times did she hit him? Once, I think. Was it? I don't, I don't know. Sure about that. She may sure have gone batshit, but... Yeah, she did. But she didn't intend to kill him. No, I'm, I'm sure she didn't, but, you know... But so it's it's a similar situation, and yeah, like Rita. Okay, yeah, Rita killed your mate. It was Ugh. just very childish of her, and it, it's understandable. And of and Will. Then, well, Will, you know, he's thinking of something else, so you can't be helped. And you know, weak men will always do that, and he's extremely weak. He is right now. He's weak. Let's just put that way. He's not Poor Will. Poor Will. Nothing. Screwing up with my Rita, so I don't care for him anymore. Right he can just jump, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not putting away the fact that he too probably had something to do with killing Kaz as well to protect his woman. Oh, I don't think I do because I don't so. know why he's throwing all of these ramps. Ramps aren't going to do anything. All right, everybody knows when there's a ramp that's happening. So he's just blowing the budget. Number one, he's just making a I love the fact that himself. Linda is concerned about the budget. Yeah, right. She's like twenty thousand pounds in debt, and she's like, "Oh, a ramp that'll blow your budget." Shut the fuck up, Linda. But we exactly. all know you can't do money. Shut up. Yes, and she can't do musical cells either. Just <laughs> yeah. so that you know, she can't uh, do that, and uh, she can't pull the killer out of her ass, even though it's money. big enough. <laughs> yeah, according to Ali. <laughs> I don't know how Allie would know that, but Best hey, there might be some show. There, there might be some things going on that we don't know about in the background. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I don't think smiles is, unless she's getting paid for it. Like, <laughs> well, of course it has to involve money. It's not going to be for free. Although there Although was she did, one glimpse. Yes, she turned down money. She did, even though she's twenty thousand pounds in debt at uh, dollars. Sorry. Well, it's not twenty thousand. It's now seventeen because she did win three thousand off of. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't think Brody has been putting the money down. I think that he's playing her completely, and he's gonna manipulate her. That body in the park is gonna come back, and yeah, oh, we still haven't seen her bashing herself in the car yet, which is again not a euphemism. Yeah. That's because she's she's in some type of hot shit right now. And she yeah. will be for some time to come. And I think this guy Brody's going to keep her like that so that he can use her eventually. And we'll Definitely. find out when. I don't know what's sure. up with Brody. Like, I want to know his game because 
we we now know like the thing with Jake, the manipulation with Jake. We don't know why he's done it, but we know that it it it's kind of over maybe i don't think it's the last we'll see of it but jake's put him in his place but what's his game but i think he okay from my perspective the two of them got it on back at walford right and yeah they decided to break it up for whatever reason Mm -hmm. because possibly maybe he didn't want to deal with doing all of that bad stuff all the time and maybe Brody was going further and doing stuff that was uncomfortable for Jake to tolerate as far as bringing in drugs, doing blackmailing people, you know, so just doing I don't bad think, things. Knowing Jake, I don't think that was the problem. Um, I think they just had a relationship and it ran its course. Either I that know. or Jake's I got some in, so. in some hot shit and just had to go. But well, I yeah, think... Jake had to go, but I... I, I just know. think Jake's personality with this guy doing bad for so long wasn't working out for Jake. I think Jake is just trying to make himself better for his daughter um, and for Vera. I think he does really, really love Vera. And it crushed me when he told Vera about his relationship with Brody in the past. Why? Um, because she she kind of, she was a bit of an ass about it. No, she, she was wasn't. Like, she she was no he was like, i disagree oh. okay so she, she, he was like oh me and brody we had a, a sexual relationship that was consensual five years ago and she said this just shows how much i don't know you and i was like it's none of your fucking business no actually i'm gonna disagree with you on that one because the fact of the matter is you know that would be going back in time but when you're having sexual relations with somebody and especially when the sexual relations are unprotected, she has a right to know because you don't know what type of diseases this particular person could be spreading to you. Well, you know, I, I mean, Brody could have had something and he well, gave it to her. Well, let's no, 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 no. So this this relationship was five years before he got together Doesn't with matter. Vera, right? You don't know what so, he's been doing in between. You don't know what he's been doing in between. I, he, I he's still been, he's been dry for five years. Doubt that. No, 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 no. So what I'm trying to say is that. Hopefully, Jake is a responsible person and Hopefully, gets as you tested. See, it's not the case. Doubt that. Well, let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt and gets tested. You can. If you are getting tested, you do not you do not have to tell people your sexual history, and it's only if you caught something. Yes, you do need to reveal your sexual history to your partner because, well, not to your partner, but to other people who might be at risk but if he's not at risk i don't i don't agree that it was her business if he wants to keep it to himself in vera's eyes she's even though um miles just <laughs> miles knew him from day one gay yeah but he's not gay says he's in love with vera he's bisexual or he's maybe he decided well, that he don't. wanted to do both who knows or he's pansexual well, we, we don't, don't know. know the point of the matter is in vera's eyes because she's so naive because she was brought up very coddled by her mother and very uh, protected, I guess. I'm not sure. She doesn't know about the world outside and that there are other people who, let's say, experiment with their sexuality or they play both sides of the game or all sides of the game. I don't know. I think think Vera's a very accepting person. Yes, she is. In her mind... She sees Jake, here's a straight guy. She's not thinking, if she sees him, she's thinking, okay, maybe he had a new girlfriend somewhere else, or 10 or 15, 20, 30, 100, 
or 200 like well then i feel like that's her problem because yeah but i don't think you should ever assume no you should never assume but for most people that's how they think when they see someone like oh you like me because i'm a girl so you must be straight or something like unless that person tells you hey you know what uh i could be i'm bisexual or i'm i'm like this or like that you know it opens up i'm assuming that communication where you have some type of I don't know what to say. It's just more like uh, you have confidence in that person because that person is going to like you for you. If you know in the beginning, even though Jake came to her in the beginning without the freak and without everybody else, he was looking to deceive her anyway. So maybe this is why I'm upset with her and maybe he should have told yeah. her. But but take it but take it from, from this point of view, right? Um what if that was the first and only relationship that Jake has had with a man and he's not sure of his sexuality or he doesn't even want to think about his sexuality? Some people don't. That's even more of a reason to tell her. Because, hey, look, maybe I'm with no. you, but I'm not really so sure about my sexuality and I may experiment and go with somebody else. Vera has a right to know that too. But I also think you have a right to share as much or as little information about yourself as you want with anybody, whether that person is your partner or whether it's your colleague. You ha- you have a right to keep to yourself what you want to keep to yourself. Nobody has a right to know everything about you. I'm not sure about that. I don't think anybody should ever feel the pressure. When it comes pressure to certain to... sexual relations, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I think you need to be open and honest with your partner and the two of you need to decide because... If down the road something should happen and that other partner finds out, maybe not from you but from somebody else, they're going to be really hurt. And then that's going to jeopardize the relationship. Why? Why? I just. Are you serious right now? I just see it exactly the same as. We're coming off topic, but. No, I think this is good to talk about because I didn't realize that you had different opinions on this to me i thought you were going to agree with me on this so we don't agree with a lot of things i don't know why you're so surprised well Uh, you make a good point but i I don't see jake being with brody as any different from him being with a woman i don't see it as any different and he's not needing to tell vera oh yeah i slept with this woman in 1995 i slept with this woman in 97 and i slept with this woman in 2003 he doesn't need to do that so why does he need to do it with a guy i don't want to get into that with you right now i just won the argument i think no you didn't win the argument because i'm gonna get more controversial and we're talking about vera here somebody who's very sheltered very you know coddled by her mother She's not going to have any experience, and she's just going to assume since she's trusted this guy, Jake, so much with her heart, and this is a guy who looks like he's been all around the world, and since he's been with Brody, and who knows how many other people he's been with, because we don't know that, and at this point, since you don't care because you love him, (laughs) he may be extremely high risk. Yeah, but... But then again, on the flip side... Vera did have hepatitis C. Yes. But she disclosed, she disclosed that to him when they started. And this it. is about, like, it doesn't matter how many people you've been with. It doesn't matter how often you've, you've been with yeah, you different people. One. No, that's not but what I'm going to say. Is there. It doesn't matter how many people you've been with. It doesn't matter how often you're with people. You just need to be a sensible adult about sexual relationships. Get yourself tested. And then, but as you can see, and if you've Jake's got anything that. such as hepatitis, um, HIV, 
syphilis you can talk to your partner before you engage in a sexual relationship with them put it on the table and be honest a lot of people Anyway, let's stop talking about um, Jake. No, we're going to continue to talk about Jake. But I will commend him with what he did. He caught Brody and recorded him and has now blackmailed But I want to, I don't want to applaud him on blackmail. I want to applaud him. (laughs) I want to applaud him on on being upfront with Vera because it's probably one of the only times he's done that. Yes, it's true. So well done, Jake, for being a nice guy. I'm not applauding him for trying to be what he should have been in the beginning so Jake can jump. But I am happy at the fact that he got Brody in his you own game. so hard to please. I know. I can't help it. Sorry. That's God, just once you Once you've lost your trust, you've really lost it, aren't you? <laughs> I have. And I love the fact that he propped his skills to a great master who's now deceased. So oh, all of your freak fans... Good. She's dead. That Jake knows of. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. What if the DNA doesn't match? If the so DNA the other... doesn't match, then hey, what can I yeah, say? Yeah, let's let's uh, chat about booms. Because there's some bad blood there too. She is breaking my heart. I feel like this show just constantly just shatters my heart, my emotions, everything, and just leaves me as this broken person at the end of each episode. I have to spend the week rebuilding myself. Um, May is mean. May is... She is... Do you know what? I think see you next Tuesday is polite for her. Mm -hmm. She is... She's horrid. And what she said to Liz, she has very interesting ideas about (laughs) being a mother. (laughs) Yeah, um... You gave birth to him, that's enough. Uh, nah. They owe you, basically. Yeah. And that's and obviously how she feels about Boomer. Of course. She's and like, you again, should I- be grateful that I birthed you, I gave you life, therefore I can treat you like shit. But I'm thinking she probably didn't want to have Boomer. I'm thinking that's definitely the case. You know, because and I think she- Boomer came along and took away her independence and took yeah, away her party or lifestyle. Or whatever men that she wanted or something yeah, Boomer got in the way. And that's why immature people should not have children. But, like, I feel really sorry for Boomer because the one place that she found happiness and almost a safety in and a family was prison. And now that has been ruined yeah. by the fact that it was the only place that her mother wasn't and now her mother's there. And there's poor Liz trying to be like, oh, you should be thankful you've got each other because she's trying to reconnect with her family. Because there's nothing more important than family, Liz says. Yeah. And someone to love and someone to look forward to, eh, Liz? Yeah, especially that letter where May is actually trying to tell Liz that she needs to write to her son and admit that she's wrong about yeah. her actions and then Boomer is like well where's my apology and oh, she's yeah. like Dumbo <laughs> call your she calls kid a, Dumbo what the fuck she calls her Dumbo and can you believe it I'm like what? I'm just looking at her I'm like oh wow you see, you Liz see I been... oh Liz is now the new mother 
Liz has been more of a mother to Boomer than oh, yeah, May has been. But Liz is a new mother can... because May and Boomer are now two arguing sisters. I mean, I don't even think they're that. Like, oh yeah, they are now. When she she was like at the end when Boomer said, "I'm really starting to think that maybe she just doesn't like me." Breaks my heart, but you're right. She doesn't like you. A child should never, ever, ever feel like that about their mother. That's yeah. that's horrible. That's it heartbreaking. And when she turned heart. to Boomer and said, you're the reason I'm in here. No, it yeah. isn't, bitch. You're the reason you're in here. And you're the reason your daughter's in here as well. So true. fuck off. It's true. It's true. It's so sad. I'm like, oh, poor Boomers. And it's Boomer. played so well by Boomer. Oh. I'm just like, oh, my heart just... Absolutely, and the fa- and the fact that she she says that her daughter's illiterate. How does she know that Boomer can't read? And also, Boomer can read because she read her parole. Yeah, she did. So she's just trying to make Boomer look bad at this point. So she's putting bad. Boomer down to elevate and herself up. Correct. Can we talk about her going through Ruby's stuff as well? Yeah, we can. So this proves that she's not just an. Yeah, she's not just an ass to Boomer. She is just an ass. Extremely disrespectful. She's, uh, I don't know. But I love the way that uh, Linda told her to sit your ass, you know, get your ass up and stand. Linda handled her properly and it was time for them to do the ramp. Yeah. She's like, well, what's going on here? Just get your ass up. And <laughs> yeah, and like, Boomer's like, oh, I am up. And she's like, the other one. The other one. Oh my god, that was great. So she she needs to be handled. I'm not sure who's going to handle her. It would be interesting to see if she and Mari tussle. Ooh. And if something does happen between those two, what Boomer's going to do? Most likely Boomer's going to defend her mom. And I, think I don't think Boomer, she will. I think... I, I'm hoping she doesn't. I don't think she will. Let her get her ass kicked or something. I think... Bo- I mean, Boomer beat up Liz for lagging. Boomer is a real stickler yeah, for what's that, that's, right. That's different. I mean, you know, she I don't think it is because of her. Well, then she should have beaten up her mother already. No, if that's the case. I think Boomer, it's coming. Boomer's I think it's changed. coming. Boomer's not like that anymore. And remember, she, you know, she wanted to impress Frankie, and Frankie manipulated her a lot too. So, but I think Boomer's yeah, coming into her own. Boomer's you coming into her own. Boomer's growing up. She's growing. Yeah, I was just Allie say she's is growing, growing up. up. Ruby eventually will grow up if she survives all of this business. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she'll I survive. Think so. All those children, they're growing up. The but, only person we need to have really grow up is Will. Oh, I'm my so, God. So I'm sick. But before we move on, I just wanted to go back to Liz and May because so Liz is trying to get in contact with Artie. Um, who she's lost contact with because, well put, Boomer, um, she mowed down her mother-in-law with a tractor. Um, <laughs> she she lost touch with him because of her addiction to alcohol, which is very similar and has similar threads through it as Boomer and her mum's storyline. And I think Liz is trying to draw parallels there that aren't there. Like, yeah. But you see, the thing is, Liz automatically didn't want to contact her children on the outside because she was inside. Yeah. Because she just didn't want to expose them to what was happening and also to keep them safe because look at what happened to Bea and her daughter. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that that uh, she was wrong in that, but 
what I'm saying is she's trying to draw a parallel between Boomer and Boomer's mum's relationship and her and her children's relationship. And I think she's going to be discouraged. Well, Liz was like, oh, the grog makes you do things. And um, and Boomer's like, yeah, but I'm starting to realise that it, it wasn't just the grog. And I think that maybe Liz will take that as a maybe I shouldn't contact my children and and try and get in touch with them because maybe they are better off without me because Boomer's better off without her mum. So Liz is completely different. Liz Liz is completely different, but does Liz see that she's completely different? Yes, she does. Okay. The only thing I'm not... I don't know if I agree with Liz on this is that she's not going to tell him about her illness. Okay. Oh, yeah, because she, she thinks she's getting better, right? Yes. Yeah. Because oh, she's still on the pill somehow. Yeah, it is. Oh, I think... Uh, I'm not even going to go into what I think right now, but oh, it's so fucking dodgy. Creepy Dr. Miller. We only saw a bit of him this episode, which I was quite glad of. Yeah, he was talking to uh, Boomer about... Boomer, who's as succinct as she always is. Um... exactly so but um i know we're jumping from subject to subject but i think this was a pretty awesome part when mari was trying to let rita know now you know how it feels when your own flesh and blood has to go out alone yes rita turned around i was like yes bitch just get her now (laughs) just get her and mari was just backing up and she's yeah. like, oh, shit, what did I say? <laughs> I, I honestly awesome. thought she was going to beat the shit out of her. I really, oh, really did. I love that. That was oh. awesome. But I don't know what Rita thought she was accomplishing by jumping up into the barbed wire because it was just going into the next yard. It wasn't getting out anywhere. <laughs> oh, I think I think I know what she was trying to accomplish. I think she was trying to get herself admitted to hospital so oh, that okay. she could be with Ruby. Yeah. Um, but it didn't work. And then she started refusing food. And I think that was another plan of if I keep refusing food, if I if I refuse treatment, they will have to admit me to hospital. Yeah, that's possible. But Will wasn't going to do it. Because according to him, if he changed his mind now, it would make him look weak. I mean, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. I'm not disagreeing with him on that. I'm really not. I was just disappointed at the fact that he had Mari inveigle him that way. He should have known better. Mm. But he doesn't. Because looking at it from his perspective, too, he's alone as well. He has no one. The only person he had was his wife. She's gone. B. She she fucked his best friend. Yeah. Else, who is also gone. Yeah, where did he go? He is gone. He's gone. Kaz is gone. Frankie's gone. All the people who, you know, the only one he has really left, but he never really had a real relationship with her, is Liz. And And Vera. Well, Vera, Vera, him, and Jake have this, like, this bond over. Well, um, he doesn't trust any of them. Yeah, that's that's Vera. Vera's always on him about Mari, who he's Mm. got this so called bond with, but not realizing that Mari's just using his ass. She don't care about him. She couldn't give a fuck about him. And the one thing that, that Vera is good at now, which has been her a massive fault of hers in the past, is judging of character. 
and yes. she is reading Mari for what Mari oh, yes. is, but oh, because yes. she's been so shit at this in the past, he's mm. like, well, I'm not trusting you on this. You, True. You were like the freak's, you know, exactly. right man. Because she didn't want to listen to anything he had to say when he was explaining to her, like this, yeah. like this, like this, and she would just brush him off. So, touche, when the other shoe's on the other side of the foot, it doesn't feel too good, right? Yeah, I mean... Mm. But can we just go back to this scene where uh, Rita, like, vaults that fence? Um, yeah. So when we met Leah Purcell uh, in March, she was saying that wherever possible, she does her own stunts. Yes. Especially in fight scenes because she is actually... She has... A fighter, yeah. Yeah, she... I can't remember if she's a boxer or, or if she's done boxer. some other mar- martial yeah, art. Yeah, boxer the, and martial yeah. arts. So she knows how it should look and is quite comfortable with that. Well, I can, I will put a lot of money on this. In fact, I'll put Smiles' entire debt, 20 grand on this. <laughs> she did not do that stunt herself. What, jump up there? I think yeah, there did. is no way. We, we should ask her. We should, we should write to her and ask her. I really want to be right because otherwise I've just lost 20 grand and I'm just Smiles. Yeah, you'll be, you're going to have to pay up to Brody somehow. <laughs> but there's one thing I want to know. I tried to research this and it didn't come out the way I wanted it to. Rita was chanting in her Aboriginal language and I wanted to find out what it meant. I had asked around with some people, but I never got a response back. I too tried to research this. Um, uh, unfortunately, Google wasn't great. Yeah, it didn't really give me much. But uh, I think we should get somebody on the podcast to talk about this because Aboriginal uh, culture has been massive in this series. Um, yes. And neither of us are Aboriginal. No. So I think that we should get somebody on the podcast to talk about that. So she actually reached Ruby. Ruby heard her voice when yeah. Ruby was under. And I thought it was kind of amazing because it goes into folklore and things that we as individuals who are not within that culture don't understand. And this is why I think it's really important that we get somebody on the podcast who can tell us. And I'd like to. I'd like to learn more about it. And this is another reason why I kind of like this series because there's certain things that I myself have not known about. There's a lot of things, a lot of things I don't know about. And I want to know about it because I think the more you know, the more you open yourself up to different dialects, different cultures, Mm. you become more appreciative and understanding yeah of those cultures and dialects and people yeah and uh, uh rita said something very interesting when uh she was in the waiting room with vera um and they'd said that ruby had come out of surgery and they were just waiting for her to wake up and then she went in and ruby nearly died um I genuinely thought when we saw that, when we saw Mari come in through the curtain and start choking Ruby, oh, yeah. I genuinely <laughs> thought that Mari had escaped because that prison is way too easy to get in and out of. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't think that. I knew it was a dream, but it was still scary. Oh, I genuinely thought, I was like, oh, fucking hell. Like, Rita's got out with Vera and Jake's got in and bloody hell, Mari's at it again. Like, I thought will had broken her out and then will and vera were going to look at each other being like oh shit we've both done the same thing this is embarrassing but for completely different reasons but that's not what i was going to say so what i was going to say is when she is there with vera and vera says we have to go now 
and she said, I can't leave because there'll be nobody to sing her home. So I really want to find out more about that. And I'm wondering if that was the song that she was singing in isolation. And I did, I really did try and research this, but... Um, oh, yeah, I did too. Yeah. I, and I, I, I wrote to people. Yes, if, if there's anybody who is knowledgeable about this stuff, come on the podcast. We're quite friendly, really. And we like to learn. I don't know about me being friendly. I never said I was friendly, but I do like to learn. Okay, I'm quite friendly. I just want to put that there. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> the friendly one. I'm not. And I will look after you. It's fine. Um, yes. So <laughs> moving on from that, can we talk about Vera breaking Rita out of prison? I feel useless. That's what Vera said to Will. Mm. Because they just can't find anybody. They can't find the murder weapon. They can't find... The bloody hoodie. The bloody Even hoodie. The bloody hoodie. There's not going to be a bloody hoodie because that bloody hoodie was Mari's. That and has she gone used now. That to, so yeah, so that's out the door. That's so you're gone. not going to find that. I mean, it's either been uh, flushed down the toilet somewhere or um, it's it's been put in the wash. Washed. Uh, like, it's not there. Just, yeah, you can stop looking for it now. Yeah, but yeah, so Vera feels, like, powerless. And she has a heart. And I think that... She does. I think Vera has always had this compassion. Like, in even in the first episode of the first series, yeah. you know, Meg tells her, stop making friends with the prisoners. Yeah. So she's always had that compassion. But I yes. think that, that bond that we were talking about earlier between Ruby and Rita kind of... It stirred something in her to be like i need to help yeah she's never seen anything like this you know this type of bond yeah between family members because mom was overbearing her mom was overprotective to the point where vera's mother and boomer's mother are kind of similar in a way yes but i think the difference between vera's mother and boomer's mother is that Vera's mother had a very strong idea of what she wanted her daughter to be. Um, yes. And essentially she wanted her daughter to be her uh, and not any better than her. And she got Vera, who was slightly more ambitious than she wanted a child to be, had maybe a little bit too much self-worth, which actually is not much in Vera's case, but too much for her mum's liking. And was more independent than she wanted. She she needed somebody yes. who needed her all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whereas Boomer's mum just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And she wants yes. to almost punish Boomer for being born. So the we see them get to know each other as people rather than prisoner and prison officer, which is Do very nice. Do you think that because Rita was an ex-cop, that maybe Vera feels a little more safe? Does Vera know? Doesn't she? Yeah. I don't think she does. I think she does. Really? I don't think she does. Maybe because they kept it quiet from all the guards. Because you remember when oh, yeah, um, she was going and meeting her cop friends, they were like, they had to like pretend they were charging her with something else. But maybe that's something that Rita will open up to Vera but about. But I think maybe Vera just sees something in Rita. A strong... Yeah, I think she does. Because I... just like Ali, Vera is attracted to strong and She is, yeah. Um, I think she's drawn to... Be around so look at the freak she tied herself to the freak uh bridget is yes. a strong woman in a very different way yes. to the freak and 
her mother was a very strong woman in a very similar way to the freak. So yeah, she draw she strong um, and confident. is drawn to yeah. these people, and I think she feels some sort of safety within there. But not so much safety. It's more like this is the person I want to be like that. Uh, I want to have yes. that confidence. You make I want a very good point. Have actually. that type of relationship, like with Rita and Ruby. She never had that type of sister-sister contact she's never had a sister she's never really had a friend which actually i think this is a time when they should actually have bridget westfall in the storyline because bridget is the only friend that vera had so i understand i understand bridget is with frankie now but it's not like i'm with frankie 24 7 you know what i mean Come on. Yeah. Like, especially now she's alone in this pregnancy all by herself. She doesn't have anybody. This is a um, time when they should have had Bridget still there. Me, personally. Yes, they really, really should have. Because Vera doesn't um, have anyone. Who does she have? Libby Tanner. If, if Libby Tanner is listening to this by some <laughs> stroke of luck and weirdishness, um, you need to phone uh, the Wentworth people and get back on that show because, yeah, the world needs No, it. I mean, no, no. no seriously, yeah, I love Libby Tanner too. I think she's a wonderful actor. And I will be the first to tell you that Ugh, the real hero of Wentworth up until season six was Bridget Westfall because not only did she stand up to people like the freak, she had to deal with Frankie and her bad behavior for all of those episodes because she truly loved this woman. You know, if it were anybody else, I would have been like, fuck this, I'm out. Bye. What I wanted to bring up was the belly touching incident. <laughs> I thought that was something. <laughs> it really does my head in. Why do people feel the need to touch pregnant lady bellies? I don't know. I mean, I've fallen prey to that too. You just see this little bump and you just want to touch it because there's a little human inside there. A Okay, if you want to touch somebody's pregnant belly, ask them first. Yes, this I like, agree. No, don't just reach out and grab somebody's belly. Yeah, this just I because agree. there's another human in there doesn't mean it's a free-for-all on belly grabbing. This is true. So, yes. Um, what else have we got to talk about? Well, we did get Ruby woke up. She's going to be okay. And, oh, yeah, we go back and we'll sees that Vera has defied him. So that's that's going to be some shit. I wanted to talk about Will's flashback when he saw Kaz on the floor. Her starey face, surrounded by blood, and hears Kaz say, or we hear Kaz say, saying, oh, you're yeah, a good that man. You're a good person. Yeah, yeah, you're a good person. Don't you forget that. And I think Kaz and is a little... Fox Mari. Oh, God. <laughs> Kaz is being a little angel on his shoulder. Um... <clears throat> And Mari is the devil, and it's like, who is going to win between these two? Okay, let's talk about Bee's blanket. It did make a reappearance. (laughs) Only Ali was underneath it, which is good for some people. (laughs) Um, I also want to give praise um, in this episode to Leah Purcell, who fucking smashed it this episode. Um, She was absolutely brilliant. And to Susie Porter... Oh, yes, yes. Who is starting to oh, scare the shit out of me with Mari. Oh, yes, yes. And Kate Jenkinson again, because... Um, oh, yes. That kiss, that open-eyed kiss <laughs> with Mari, that was something special on Kate Jenkinson's part, as well as Susie's. And also, you know what? To 
to um, Boomer 2. Oh, she did yes. awesome. Yeah, and Her Liz mom as well. did very well. And Liz, yes, Liz, Mama so, Liz is back. So that's Katrina Milosevic for Boomer. She did amazing. And Celia yes. Island as Liz. Uh, she, I mean, they all knock it out of the park every single week. So we, we're just going to end up having to go through the whole credits. But Yes, and Anne Finsterer, who was Mae Jenkins. Yes. Um, do you have a Where Are They Now? Actually, I do, but Yay. I spoke about it last week. Sorry. No, speak about okay, it again. Okay. We need to give as much uh, okay, airtime so to this as possible. Socrates Otto, who mm-hmm. played Maxine Conway, yeah. is actually doing a play. He's trying to get a fundraiser going on for it, mm-hmm. and it's going to hopefully happen in September. Did you happen to get the site for it? Because I didn't. Yes, do that. I will post a link to the fundraising site in um, on our Instagram, on our Facebook, on our Twitter, and also hopefully in the description of this episode. Basically, what it is, they're going to discuss uh, mental health mm-hmm. issues and actually have real people discuss it. So I think you guys should fully support. What Mr. In whatever way you can. So if you don't have any yes. uh, spare cash, not all of us do, that's fine. Um, share the link. Sh- share it to some yes. people who may be able to throw a few bucks his way. Um, and, yeah, just and keep talking mental health. Talking about yes, mental health is really important. Knows. So yes and if you have experienced mental health issues talk about it if you're if you're happy to talk about it talk about it i have experienced difficulties with anxiety depression and ocd um so i'm not ashamed about it it's made me who i am this little weird potato yes potato 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 with anxiety i think everybody should talk about it because the more you talk about certain situations and things that you're dealing with you'll find out that there are a lot of other people who are going through the same things as you are yeah and you can you know gather around and wentworth isn't the only thing we have in common we're all human beings yeah we need each other as socks had said we do and it's true we and really we... do need each other even though we're different we have different beliefs but you know yeah. i'm very grateful for the fact that we do have this program called wentworth because if it weren't for the show i would not even know a lot of you guys yeah who continually write in who send your praises yeah thank you and this is the thing we we need to be supporting each other like in the fandom outside the fandom we all need to be supporting each other we all have different opinions, but we all have one thing in common. You're right. We are all human, and we all have human yeah. struggles. So, so just be kind. Hit a like yeah. button Just, just for be nice. this show. If you guys really like it, talk about it to your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Join our Facebook group. If you have a question, don't hesitate to write us in and ask. Yeah. And we'll reply. Yeah, that's this is the entire point of what we're doing. But also whatever device platform you listen to us on whether that's podbean uh itunes um spotify stitcher please rate us and leave us a review that'd be amazing because it helps other people find the podcast if you do that and it's all free and everything's free everything's free and this is for fans by fans free for you forever this will be free um and we do not make any money out of this so please share 
Tell your friends. And thank you so much for your support. Yes, thank you. And as a thank you for your support, we should announce this now. It has been announced on Instagram. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, that is where you hear about these things first. Once we hit 500 followers on Instagram, we will be running a competition. Now, that competition is going to be a chance to win something very, very exclusive, so exclusive that neither me nor Hannah actually own this item yet, and you will be one of the only people in the world to own the item. So... That'd be cool. Yeah. So all the details will be released on Instagram first, and we will also announce them on the podcast as well. Comment, rate, subscribe. Bye. Right. Bye. Certain parts we may say no, no to, but yes, you can touch my shoulder, you can touch my hand, my hair, my face, all those, but not my bits.